Our scripture reading uh, this morning comes from Acts chapter 3, 1 through 10. Hear the words of our Lord. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And a man, lame from birth, was being carried in. People would lay him daily at the gate of the temple, called the Beautiful Gate, so that he could ask for alms from those entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked them for alms. Peter looked intently at the man, as did John, and said, Look at us. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver or gold, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. He took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. Jumping up, he stood and began to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God, and they recognized him as the one who used to sit and ask for alms by the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Amen. This passage records the miraculous healing of a lame man at the beautiful gate. The miracle becomes a catalyst and sets in motion a series of events that are about to happen. Peter's discourse, the arrest of Peter and John by religious leaders, followed by another discourse and prayer with the Christian community and the response of the Holy Spirit. This passage demonstrates the power of Christ's name and all that can be accomplished when we let Christ use us. In biblical times, the beggar represented the, one of the lowest have-nots in society. Every time I pass a homeless person, I think how humbling it may be to abandon all pride and dignity and effort to survive. A person unable to work, reduced to begging as his only hope for sustenance. The lame man begged from religious folk entering the t uh, temple. The detail Luke included about the beggar are not by accident. According to the practice of the time, the lame man's physical impairment made him an outsider to the temple community. He was excluded from the temple and all it symbolized in Israel. Divine presence, sacrifice, forgiveness, and so on. The temple's other symbolic meanings were less than spiritual. The temple exuded wealth. When it was rebuilt, it was decorated with the finest, gold and marble. And according to some historians, the stone that was used to construct the temple was extremely white, that from a distance, it resembled a mountain of snow. And when the sun reflected on all the glories and all the glorious decorations, it made it painful for people to look at. 
the temple contained things brought home from war and voluntary offerings made by the faithful believers. But beyond the riches of the temple, this supposed place of worship also represented exclusion. The lame and the blind were routinely prevented from entering the inner court of the temple. Gentiles were excluded and Jewish women only had restricted access. It seems ironic that the gate called beautiful performed such an ugly task of preventing those with, greater, with the greatest needs from accessing the place that housed God. The beautiful gate was the grand entrance to the middle of the court. It was the general place of public worship during the time of sacrifices. But now that the lame man was he healed, the signals a new era in which one's condition, the poor, the lame, the blind, they're reversed so that they too can participate in God's blessing of the kingdom. The newly healed man can now enter the temple. He's restored physically and socially. This is a glimpse into the new reality of the new kingdom of God, which stems from the resurrected Jesus. The gospel of the new kingdom highlights God's concern for the least and the lost. The opening verses demonstrate God's provision for humanity. Maybe not always in the ways that we expect, as Pastor Elaine told us last week, but always in the way that we need. Peter and John approached the temple for, pray, for prayers and happened upon this lame man. Luke's detailed description enhances our awareness of just how bad the man suffered. He was lame from birth, carried daily, and placed at the gate. He had been needy his whole life. And the lame man saw Peter and John and asked for alms, but instead of alms, Peter looked at him intently and required the man to do the same. The lame man did still expecting alms. Alms are these charitable donations in the spirit of uprightness or justice. Wealth was considered a loan from God, and poor people had a certain claim to the possession of the riches. The rich were instructed to share God's plentifulness with the poor, and the lame man begged in hopes he would receive something. Now, undoubtedly, Peter responded and provided more charity and justice than the lame man expected. Peter took the man by his right hand and raised him up. Immediately, strength entered the man's limbs. He walked and jumped and entered the temple with them. He was a symbol to all the people. And as a result, they were all filled with awe and wonder. This demonstration of the gospel should overwhelm us. Get up! Peter's words to the lame man were game changers. From birth he was lame. From birth he learned to live in the margins of society offered to people lesser than his life consisted of relying on others in hopes of a generous response. 
Who knows how many times he heard no before receiving a yes? Who knows how many times people had walked by without even bothering to see him? Peter and John looked intently at him, and things were about to change. Old standards would be abandoned. The good news of the kingdom of God is a distribution of God's healing and salvation to all. And Peter spoke unto the authority of Christ. Get up and change your perspective. You are welcomed in the house of God. Not only are we to explore the various ways the gospel invites us all to get up and walk in the power of the resurrected Lord, no longer chained or condemned to spaces offered to us by others. But Peter also shows us that we are to share the power of the gospel with even those we consider unwelcomed. As people of faith, we have endless access to the goodness offered to us by the resurrected and living God. Much can be learned from the power of faith in Christ. Peter took faith as small as a mustard seed to move a mountain seriously. He witnessed all the power and all the goodness offered in Christ's name. But more importantly, Peter, like all of us, had been tasked with feeding Jesus' sheep. But it's our human nature to want to selfishly keep all the goodness to ourselves, rather than Rather that be in our churches or in our everyday lives or in our communities and societies, we find ourselves setting limitations on who and how much others can access God. Even though there is more than enough for the whole of creation to partake. Yet through Peter's witness and faith, the lame man was able to walk. And those gathered during this time were filled with amazement. We have an opportunity to share our faith in various ways daily. And as a result, we can change lives. We may not be able to cause the lame to walk, but surely we can extend God's goodness to everyone, just like Omar. I read a story of a guy named Omar who spent a lot of his time among the homeless. He often volunteered at his friend's feeding place for homeless in the area. But he began to talk to one homeless guy in particular. After hearing his story and exchanging words, Omar decided to give him the bike that was just sitting in his garage. He notes that it's hard for people to get around and the bike would allow him access to possibly find work and even help him off the streets, which is exactly what happened for this man. Several weeks later, Omar encountered this man, still riding that same old bike. After exchanging a hug, we learned that the man did indeed find work, and he uses that bike to commute daily. Who knew that this simple gesture would be life-changing? And as a result, many in the community were so inspired that they wanted to join the cause and help and change lives around them. Omar's faith taught him to extend God's goodness to everyone, especially those who needed it the most. 
and through his witness, others were inspired to do the same. Through Christ, we have endless access to love and grace and mercy offered by our creator. Like Peter and like Omar demonstrates, when we extend this endless access to others, lives will forever be changed. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.